0: Welcome to Bite Size Jazz, a podcast with a taste of new albums and new artists. If you're in a listening rut, you have come to the right place because you can check out new music in less than 10 minutes with the inside scoop from the artists themselves. Learn more at bitesizejazz.com or by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. I'm Stephanie Steele. Thanks for listening.
1: We met a strangers long ago.
0: Hi I'm Natalie Cressman.
1: Hi the I'm Ian
0: And they have recently released a new album, Auburn Whisper, which features their myriad of talents. Songwriting, arranging, singing, guitar and trombone playing. Their relationship and musical partnership began in the Redwoods of California at Brazil Camp, where Ian taught guitar classes and Natalie's mother worked as a translator. One summer she dragged me along with her and I took Ian's guitar
1: class and we both were at the morning Ginga music class. Ginga's like a great composer and mentor to Ian. And we just kinda clicked and started exploring this dynamic of guitar and trombone and started writing songs shortly after that.
0: Their combined passion for Brazilian music is apparent from the very first track of Auburn Whisper.
1: I, was sure, I, was sure. I remember exactly where I was when I wrote it. It was like really late night by myself in Brooklyn. It was one of my first trips to New York, if not my first. And I was just kind of by myself, I couldn't fall asleep and I just started writing that song. And I thought more of it as like an insomnia song.
0: Until he sent it to his lyricist, Iada Fajeda, who heard the song as an homage to Brazil's goddess of the sea.
1: Because the rhythm of the song, is an ijecha which is a kind of religious afro-brazilian rhythm i think the rhythm was what inspired that storyline thanks so you know, so that's another one that's uh kind of talks about another goddess kind of is like this afro-brazilian religion and it's a big part of the culture I'd say still in music and folklore. Um, and yeah being Sa means blessing of Sa, which she's the goddess of storms and lightning and kind of a dark kind of goddess helps people cope with loss and, and it's related to suffering and, and, and rebirth and all like that.
0: That lyricist Ian mentioned earlier played an important role in this project. She's like uh, our third band member in a way,
1: because I really think that the lyrics are part of what makes Ian's music so great.
0: She especially proved her talent for writing lyrics on the song Kurendiro. Ian was writing the song with kind of gibberish
1: words, like he was just going, like whatever was coming to mind. And then the lyricist, actually took that kuru, which is to cure, and, and, and kind of based the whole song around this kind of inadvertent gibberish that Ian was kind of using just to, to sing the melody. And it became like this really cool repetitive theme, he's, saying, he's listing all the things that he's curing with, and it ranges for, from like indigenous herbs and medicines to uh, tobacco,
0: and, and pachaca, and, and divinity, and all sorts of things. Ian and Natalie have done their fair share of writing lyrics themselves. Sometimes it's
1: very easy, and it feels like the song is kind of writing itself, and other time it's more of working at it, chipping away at it, like word by word, trying to you know find something that I feel good about. With Ian, the, the way that he writes, he has certain sounds in mind, so sometimes it's even more abstract than what is the song about? It's like, oh, I want it to kind of sound really melodic, like Portuguese is such a melodic language. And so my struggle is trying to make the lyrics that I write in English have that same musical, uh, organic feeling.
0: Natalie and Ian had a unique advantage in recording this album because they didn't have to do it all in one day. Natalie's father is a renowned producer and engineer, and he let them record in his home studio during the pandemic. We literally made the whole album in our pajamas with no deadline, which was amazing and and really different than how things normally go. Natalie and Ian would go into the studio to record the guitar and vocals, then take a week to write out an arrangement for the trombone, then head back into the studio to record again.
1: So we're kind of in this
0: cycle of basically recording a new song every two weeks. And while the pandemic may have given them that unique advantage in recording, it certainly squashed their original plans for a big tour to Japan, the East Coast, and Midwest, along with a personal visit to Brazil. So when they couldn't hop on an airplane, they instead headed to a Brazilian food market to fill their longing and give them a taste of the country they love. So
1: Ian was kind of just set up where he always writes, and I, you know, we we were eating pasta queijo and drinking suco de caja, which is a fruit that's only in Brazil, and, he just started writing the song that was just so full of that longing, that salvaggio. And when he showed it to Ginga, his mentor, Ginga, started having his own feelings of longing and missing the Bay Area. And so the lyrics ended up being this juxtaposition of images of Rio with images of, of San Francisco and Casadero with Brazil Campus. And kind of, again, just like a really emotional uh, exchange of of just the feelings that came up during the pandemic, what we were kind of going through.
0: Even with the disappointed hopes that the pandemic brought, Ina and Natalie have found solace through their music, especially in the song Already There.
1: And strange, this feeling of calm that never just The feeling that of the song was trying to be at peace dead. with the present moment and to feel like you are where you need to be. As musicians, we place our worth in getting somewhere and... Continuing to grow our careers, but in reality, that's not the most important thing. And it definitely kind of soothed me to kind of think of things that way. But I think this pandemic showed us like that we really are in it for the music. It, it's something that that fuels us and our life force, and we don't need to be performing and sharing it to feel the benefits and the power of, of being, you know, immersed in music. And I think we're just so grateful to be able to be sharing it again but we'll i think we'll go forward with a feeling of appreciation for just the way it makes us feel This is be doing it regardless of who's listening
0: if you'd like to learn more about natalie kressman and ian Fikini's music head to the episode description for a link to their social media pages and new album auburn whisper and if you'd like to keep supporting new jazz artists and this podcast hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and then share one of your favorite episodes with a friend. We know it can be difficult to spread the word about new albums, and that's why Bite Size Jazz makes it easy with 10-minute episodes that give a quick taste of new music. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. I'm Stephanie Steele. Thanks for listening to Bite Size Jazz.